Welcome to the four seasons of Epic Fantasy, season one, episode six. I am. Oh shoot, I forgot. <laughs> Talk about the <laughs> Something about 80s socks. Oh, I'm Thomas of the 80s socks. <laughs> and I am Leah the Logical. Atello the Parafoot. I'm Sammy the Spoiler Alert. I'm Jeremy, who's way uncomfortable being this close to a mic. Kiss it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about fun stories from uh, Dungeons and Dragons and, and other role-playing games. Because, you know, I, I personally, I, I really like the Star Wars one myself. Uh, we're going to turn the time over to Leah the Logical for her story about the very logical... Oh, wait, is this the story you're going to do? Sure. Yeah, I'm going to do that one. I'll okay. It's, it's the one that's most fresh in my memory at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh bait. Fresh bait. Yes. Fresh, fresh bait. bait. Um, fresh beauty. Should we take a moment and talk about why we're going to talk about D&D &D stories? Not D&D &D well, stories. Probably. <laughs> I guess. Why are if we talking really about D&D stories? Why are, Leo, why are we talking about D&D stories? Because you decided we should. Because No, that's Jeremy. I just threw the idea out. Because Jeremy had it. <laughs> Because Dungeons and Dragons is a great way to connect with other nerds. And wow, why am I just like, oh, it's weird hearing my own, my own voice in my Yeah, headphones. you're kind of going into... You're doing announcer voice. Going into yeah, announcer you're going into announcer <laughs> Anyway, it's fun to hang out with other fantasy, sci-fi, whatever nerds and make stories together. And sometimes really crazy things happen that can help you come up with, you know, great stories. In fact, Leah, you said that your character... Amelie. Amelie came from an RPG, right? Yeah, yeah, actually. Okay, so I had to figure out where you were going with that for a moment because I was still stuck on dwarf fish bait. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, my, my entire. You incorporated book. a dwarf fish bait in your novel, <laughs> didn't you? No, no, no. no just teasing. I don't even have dwarfs in my novel. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Amelie was actually based on a character backstory for a D&D character that I played in a campaign that ran for about, I think, two and a half years with uh, my old group. Oh. Yeah, that's a long time. Nice. That's impressive. Yeah, it was a long time. It was fun. But yeah, I think I kind of think that people play D&D, especially tabletop D&D, to be social in a way. You know, because sometimes, especially now in this day and age where we have uh, computers where we can just do everything. How many people play D&D on computers now? I mean, I hear people all the time that are like, oh yeah, I play D&D. And I'm all, really? Tabletop? And I'm like, no, I just played on my computer and I have like, a hard time like through chat and yeah apps and yeah stuff. through chat and apps and I'm like that that's kind of weird it takes that social aspect out of it yeah. that you know I really like how do you share popcorn exactly <laughs> how do you like flick things at each other across the table or pass notes I mean I guess chat you know whatever but it's or not pop fun. players in the back of the heads when they're not paying attention mm-hmm yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one can see your cat ears either. Or do what I do and just minus <laughs> minus no XP see your points. <laughs> like your cat ears. I play a tabaxi, so I have cat ears that I wear. Oh, oh that's so cute. I know, isn't it? That's awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So I'll go ahead and start with my story. The uh, the one of the most funny things that has happened in the D and D campaign that I'm running right now is. I have this dwarf in the group, and I run my campaigns out of the world that I created for my book, so there weren't actually supposed to be dwarves, but of course I have a player that's like, well, then I'm going to be a dwarf, because I'll be the only one in the world. And he's a drunk. He is a crazy drunk. He's always drunk. He even drunk wrote, and I know things. Yeah, he wrote a whole bunch of sea shanties, even though he's a dwarf and, like, you know, doesn't really go to sea. And uh, last time we were, last time they were even at sea, he 
ate some crack and blood soup and got sick and was, you know, throwing up and I in think, a coma. I meant crack Cracking. and blood. Soup. <laughs> <laughs> no, cracking. They killed a kraken, and of course we're like, let's eat it. Yes, <laughs> because that's what players do. I mean, not too long ago they killed a um, a drider, and they were like, let's eat it. <laughs> They, they were like, it's not cannibalism if we eat the bottom part. And I was like, oh, okay. You're eating a drider. <laughs> What's a drider? Half drow, half spider. Oh, that's Ew. gross. Yeah. Why would, you, why would you eat the spider? You half? know, I guess they were hungry. <laughs> Speaking of which. Oh, yeah, spider guts on the wall. <laughs> yeah, they were hungry. So the same dwarf in our last campaign, we only had, I think, three of my players were here, and I have a group of seven, you know, but a lot of people are doing family and, and outdoor stuff this time of year, so our group tends to get a little bit smaller during the summer, and so I only had the three guys in my group, and that can be kind of dangerous, <laughs> because sometimes the funniest games happen when it's just the three guys, but they also get everyone else in trouble, because they're like, let's do some negotiating that they can't do. Aggressive negotiations? It's not even aggressive, it's just that they may... Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have somebody that's trying to uh, negotiate a deal and they have a low intelligence, so. Oh. Yeah. Anyways. So they're the in a town. The player or the character? The, the character. <laughs> no, my players are all very intelligent. Yes. The characters, though. They like to play stupid characters. So uh, in my game, I decided it'd be fun to run a fishing competition. They went fishing, and one of them was like, well, I'm just going to throw something in the water. I'm going to magic missile something. You know, and catch some fish, because I want to get the biggest fish. And then the next one was like, uh, I'm going to take some of this fish bait and jump in the water and just kind of wave it around. And then the dwarf, who's drunk, of course, decides, he's like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> and he's like, I'm taking off all my clothes, all of them, just taking them all off. And then I'm going to rub myself down with the team's rations. <laughs> so he grabbed all, the ra all of their rations and rubbed himself down with it. And I was like, okay, what are you, you going to do now? And I'm kind of worried. And he's, he's like... I'm jumping in the water. And he jumped in the water, covered in rations, and just hung out until he got ate by a giant fish. And then he just dug his way out from the inside. <laughs> yeah. I was say, like, what, how many saving throws did he need for that? He actually had a bottle of air in oh, his mouth. Well. So he could just breathe on it. And this was a bottle of air that he'd bought probably about 12 games ago. I'm just looking forward to the next time they're traveling and they're like, well, we have rations and I get to say, no, you don't. The dwarf rubbed himself down with them one day. If you really want to eat it. When you weren't here to make sure he wasn't getting into trouble. It's like in Rocket Man when he, uh, he does all this art with their food. Have you seen that movie? Oh, no. yes. Yes. <laughs> that movie's so good. Wasn't me. It wasn't me. Sounds hilarious, but no, I haven't seen Rocket Man. Yeah, the, you know. David touching the finger of God painting or whatever, something like that. I'm, I'm getting it all mixed up. Okay, awesome. So uh, that's a, that's amazing. Um, I'm gonna go next. Um, so I was playing. This is when I was a teenager. I was the uh, game master of uh, Star Wars RPG. This was the D21 made by Wizards of the Coast. I love it. Wait anyway. a minute. That was when you were a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> I was playing that game when I was in, like, it wasn't that long ago, when it yeah. first came out. Like, didn't that come out just Wait, before 5th edition D&D? &D? Are you talking about the newer one, where they have weird dice? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, never mind, continue. <laughs> There's been three, like, at least three different versions. Yeah. 
That is West End, Wizards of the Coast, and then the new one. Okay, I'm pretty sure I'm talking about the Wizards of the Coast. Oh, okay. Is that um, the one you're talking about? Yeah. Dang, I'm old. <laughs> so I'm in the club. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we were playing, and I'm the kind of game master because I, I, I didn't use this to my advantage, but I always had a character too. I know that for some game masters or dungeon masters or whatever, that's a big no-no. But I always I, do it too, but I always yeah. kill them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, but one of my uh, players was a, I would say a uh, chaotic neutral mercenary android, oh, wow. mercenary robot. And I unfortunately made the mistake of letting him, he's like, hey, um, I, I want to spend some of this money. They like, got a really big hit and, you know, build some smaller robots to help with stuff. And I'm like, okay, sure, that's fine. You let him do it? I did. <laughs> and you know what he did? He found a junkyard planet. Hmm. And he moved there. And he brought his little robots. And he built a factory. And then he started building an army. And then he proclaimed his intentions of conquering the galaxy. And I was like, oh my gosh, what are you I don't even remember how it turned out. But uh, I just remember that, you know, I'm a very... Uh, I'm a very loose game master. I try to, I try to roll with the chaos. Of course, I say I'm a very loose game master. I've played in like six years, <laughs> ten years. Anyway, but it was lots of fun, and I just kind of let it happen. And somebody had like a triple-bladed lightsaber, and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And uh, it's like a chakram lightsaber, like what Zeta <laughs> Warrior Princess has, only lightsaber. Uh huh. Some, <laughs> circular. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Would. Somebody, somebody was an old clone from the Clone Wars, and they decided they wanted to make a safe place for clones, and so they started making new clones, and so he started making an army too. Oh jeez. Of clones, so we've got these like, you know, what's that one bounty hunter? It's like an IG eighty eight with the cameras all around. It's got three sixty vision. Oh yeah. Like he was building an army of those, and this other player was building an army of clones, and <laughs> I think. Then we all graduated from high school and moved apart, so we never got to see how that played out. You know, if you ever run a game with them again, if you ever meet up with them and be like, hey, let's run a Star Wars game, what you should do is their new characters now have to play against those old characters in their armies. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> that would be really cool. And that could be the basis of your story. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, <clears throat> next, now we turn over to Jeremy for Jeremy's fun stories. Making an alliance with goblins. Yeah, um... Thinking about this, and I may actually include my my son's story. Um, he we we were really rough on these these. They were uh, two sisters that were being our DMs, and this is their first time. And they just said, "Make some characters." And so my son, um, he made a character called a he called it a slime. He, he took it right from uh, Dragon Warrior, little little blue slime guy. So we made a backstory for him, and they made some... Oh, but he was also a black mage. So my son really likes Final Fantasy. He That's really likes just... Dragon Warrior. And so... <laughs> fine. <A dark laughs> Ice, mage. fire, fine. lightning mage. <laughs> and so... Um, so we had this character in our story. Uh, he has interesting abilities. They, they took a lot of time fleshing him out because he wasn't part of the standard D&D 
anything. Was he like a gelatinous ooze with magic? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Well, except that he looks like the little happy slime from, from Dragon Warrior, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Little blue slimes, level one. The time I got reincarnated into a slime. Oh. Okay. Sorry, anime reference. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, there's an enemy. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. I am Dragon Warrior Slime. You'll you'll see it. It's a cute little slime with a smile, uh, but also a a wizard from the oh my goodness. Final Fantasy series. It looks like a big chubby cheek. Well, the skinny one in the middle. That that's kind of what he looked like. It looks like it looks like a thing. It looks like a raindrop. Yeah, kind of like a raindrop. I'm gonna throw one of those at my D and D group. Okay. Anyone that knows Dragon Warrior will know what that is. Anybody that it's just the staple of that game is are those slimes. Uh, so uh, he, uh, I'm trying to think how to say this. Okay, let's go to the alliance with the goblins now. I just had to I had to start up and set up this character because he's part of this. So we get set on this quest to wipe out the goblins and get some information from them so that we can go further into the journey. So we get there, one of our group, our paladin, walks up and, and throws his little pet snake at the guys. That's another story, I can do that later, <laughs> if, we need, if, we need, if we have time. But, uh, uh, and he misses, and I was like, wait, I wanna talk to these guys. And I, I'm the cleric of the group, a half-dragon human cleric and I, I roll my negotiation and I get a really high score and so they immediately start talking to me and and then we go well I'm, I want to I want to find out what you guys are all about what's going on and and we have this discussion and we start working our way through this entire camp bigger and badder guards are walking with us mm-hmm. and each group gets tougher and I'm like I think we weren't supposed to be doing this but I just kept negotiating my way through and we get to the final and the entry of the where the what was it a the queen of the goblins or something is in there and and I convinced them to let me in with my weapons everyone else had to lose their weapons I was doing really well this day with my negotiating and I get in there and we start talking with the with this queen of the goblins who we were supposed to take something from her by beating her in battle. And we talk about it and she says, no, it's been taken already. And then the DMs kind of paused and are like, um, can you guys hold on for a second? Uh, we're gonna go upstairs and talk. Um, I guess what happened was we completely changed the story because <laughs> we, were, we were just negotiating our way through the entire battle for the entire night. Um, we were supposed to just wipe out these goblins and became allies with them and kind of turned against the people that sent us and completely threw them and they had to rewrite their story to finish the night. <laughs> now, in this rewrite, it gets even crazier. My son, the slime, makes friends with this little goblin child and the goblin child's carrying a wooden sword and charges out to battle with some undead that come to the camp. They decided to bring a bunch of undead. We're tracking down a necromancer. And uh, so uh, these undead come and attack us and we're worried about the little goblin so my son, the slime, eats the goblin. Uh, (laughs) Only partially though. He basically holds him. Uh, I, I guess partially in the goo so the goblin can't like get himself killed and then he's over here doing his slime attacks the goblin's swinging his sword and it's like this this two four-armed i don't know it was it was the funniest thing we were just laughing so hard because that my son and his his slime was hilarious another time he a skeleton tripped on a 
he rolled a one basically on the initiative. So we said the tr skeleton tripped and fell over. So my son ate the skeleton uh, <laughs> with his slime and then spit the skeleton at another skeleton yes. and and hit him with a critical. And so we killed both skeletons. It was uh, just some crazy stuff like that. It was so funny. It's uh, amazing. Yeah, be creative. These these games, if you just let your mind go and just kind of just come up with crazy stuff, you have a really good time with it. So that's awesome. All right, um, let's move on to uh, Atello. She's got a great story to share with us today. <laughs> or one and a half, or two, or... or, or that will just or... be one. Okay, okay, go ahead. I play a D&D &D campaign with my family, and... That's awesome. My father mm -hmm. decided to be a necromancer, who is obsessive-compulsive, and <laughs> really obsessed with cleanliness. <laughs> yeah, it, it he makes cleans to some those wounds really well. Very well. He throws prestidigitation. How do you say that word? Prestidigitation. I know the word, but I can't remember what it means. What does it mean again? You should have done some tongue twisters at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm excellent at those. Totally. Um, but the campaign that we were playing near the beginning, we were starting to get into a story where we're facing this big evil empire that was enlisting villagers against their will, and we had our first battle. And we ended up with one survivor who was unconscious. And we stabilized them. And then our necromancer decided it would be a good idea to pull a prank on this person. <laughs> so he chopped the heads off of all of his friends and laid them all in a row. Who were already dead. Who were already dead. Oh. And then buried this guy up to his head. <laughs> oh, and negotiated with him with that as leverage that if he cooperated, he would put his head back on his body and save him. That's amazing. And our, our druid left. Would not have anything to do with this. And... This guy ended up on our side and follows us around on all of our travels now and like drives our wagon for us. And we named him Waffle Boy because he waffled from side to side. <laughs> and none of us actually know his name. That's but, yeah. amazing. <laughs> that's that awesome. Is, that's pretty great. <laughs> oh, that's so disturbing. All right. That's awesome. All right. So, Sammy, you have yes. a story. I'm going to do some self-deprecation here because this is a story about my character that was very, very lovable, but very, very weird. So I played a tiefling bard and she was not your average tiefling. So some background on her. She was about five foot five and about 230 pounds, really klutzy. And she had, she had this weird obsession with a stale croissant and she would like use it to fight sometimes. Never, never worked, but she bust her heart. She tried. <laughs> and her, she meant well. She meant well, and she broke several ladders and got stuck in stuff. She her the thing the songs she liked to sing to strengthen her comrades were often inappropriate. And so in this campaign, we were supposed to be saving these like three villager boys who wandered into like this forbidden mine because they're dumb teenager and thought teenagers and thought it would be fun, and they got stuck. Well, anyway, we go into the mine to save these boys, and we wander into a room that has a bunch of skeletons in it. And of course, lo and behold, the skeletons stand up and start attacking us. We had two dragonborns on our team. 
That's awesome. In our party. One of them was a druid, and he turned into a bear. One of the other dragonborns crawled up onto the bear's back, and so it was this bear giving a dragonborn a piggyback, and they're running around, like, slapping down skeletons and stuff, and the dragonborn on top of the bear is getting all hurt and stuff. And so, like, I decided to sing a song of strengthening. And if you're familiar with Bob's Burgers, there is a song from one of the episodes that Gene sings that talks about it's the gas in your ass. It's the boot from your boot. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go. I'm not going to sing it, but I start singing that. The boot from your boot? Yep. And we rolled a critical. So this dragonborn on top of a bear starts just spewing out gas from his butt everywhere and kills like four skeletons. And it was fantastic. That sounds magical. It was. It was <laughs> everyone was laughing pretty freaking hard. <laughs> Jeremy looks at me. I'm, I'm a sucker for dirty jokes. Yes. Poop jokes. Yeah. But the skeletons can't breathe. That's I know, right? But that somehow it like it killed them. It, it was, was that it was very acidic. Yeah. So was it melting the bones? It probably did. It was a pretty empowering song. So oh, okay. It probably did something like that. <laughs> I'd so, say empowering. Yeah. <laughs> if it could melt bone, what would it do to the bear the beneath him, right? People <laughs> in the room, yeah, <laughs> with the skin. They were keeping their distance. Somehow. Think of the chilies somehow. they were eating. <laughs> So. <laughs> Burning chilies. That's the uh, farting tiefling bard ballad. Farting bard yes. ballad by the tiefling. I said ass earlier. Is that allowed in this? Um, oh, you just said it again. I just said it again. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I normally don't swear, but like the context is I was quoting something. Oh shoot! My wife's gonna listen to this podcast. I better edit out my cuss. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding. She's gonna swear. So next episode will be about the linguistics of cursing. Um, I'm very good at it, <laughs> but I don't do it. When I do it. I'm very good at it. Um, um, I just sit here actively filtering constantly. I'm <laughs> with you guys, to be honest. We want this to be PG. That's right. We want PG. Sometimes things slip, but otherwise I'm like, filter, Leah, filter. <laughs> Don't be potty mouth. I, I, I think it's funny when they slip. Um, from, from you, because they're usually at flavorful moments. So anyway, about... Uh, you gotta, you got to use it flavorfully. You know, people who just... We're going to have one... Just half a second on this. People who just like throw them out willy nilly all the time. They just they just come not mean anything. If you do it like poetically though, it can be really. So like if you like say like all the time, then like it just like means liking nothing. Yeah, like exactly. Like, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> then you hardly ever swear, swear and drop an f bomb. People know you're serious. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, when I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons. I don't swear. I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to wrap it back. So Dragons is very fun. Honestly, this one was a bit more, a bit more Lucy, you know, just kind of telling fun stories. And hopefully this inspires you to do equally or more ridiculous things in your own. Feel free to share them. If you ever want to, we've got blogs. You can probably comment. Put in the comments below. Yeah, I'm like writing like. down like we're on a video. <laughs> yeah, look at the this. The links to the doobly do. Because um, yeah, if you've ever had stories that are fun, it'd be fun to hear them. Because yeah, let us hear your stories. We want to know what funny things have happened in your D and D games. Yeah. Yes, and the funniest ones, we will hire. Uh, we're not really gonna do this. We're gonna hire a voice actor to read them in a very serious British accent. Oh yes. Might just be Thomas. And <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Four Seasons of Epic Fantasy. Peace out. Where's the dead cat? <laughs> 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 <laughs>